Welcome back to another edition of Three Boys in a Pod Podcast. Three Boys in a Pod Podcast intro music Ooh. plays. Um, we should, I think we should add sound effects, too. I think that's another thing. Like, maybe like a red button. Again, me and Sean add sound effects. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, okay? Did you hear, have you not been listening to the, to the episodes? Did you hear, like, the waiting music when, like, we were working on the technical difficulties? That was gold, yeah, man. That was gold. Or last have episode, you not been doing I had your homework? Leave, like, nine swear <laughs> Look, Terrible. I, I forgot about that. You know what? Yeah, I ha- I didn't listen to the last one. I've got to be honest. <laughs> Come on. I got busy. What? I'm sorry. I, I'm just happy that we're here together and we're we're making the magic happen happen on a Thursday night once again. You know, <laughs> get these boys in the the Discord chat together. You don't know what could happen. So you know, I'm just I'm glad because there's very high chance we took back to back rest weeks here. I don't know if we could recover from that. Yeah, no, we're we're here, we're back, we're getting busy, and that's for you, the listener. Thank you so much for your support. Speaking <laughs> of the listener, should we do those first? Oh, flip it around, do the listener questions first? Yeah, we'll give you, I'm... yeah, because last time you were a little angry at us when we did Winter Soldier first, so we'll give you the, the go-ahead uh, okay. this time. Because we're not an exclusively Marvel show, we are also a Star Wars show. Okay. That's yeah. true, that's true. <laughs> But okay, we'll get to Star Wars in a minute. Let's take it in another direction first. Okay, I gotta pull up the questions now. Um, one second. Uh, we've got our first question coming from Bailey. She asks, "Could you debate which Mario game is the best?" We have not prepared for this at all, so I don't know what kind of. You know, uh, rhetorical devices are going to be thrown out, but I don't or what think you need to prepare be for this one. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. as soon as you say Mario, my mind is set, so I'm ready I, to go. I'm, we haven't talked about this before at all, so like, what if? I mean, these all could just be the same. Like, I, I have a feeling Sean's about to say Smash. I feel like that's on the horizon. It's not here. a Mario game. Mario's just in that game. Uh, well, Super Mario Bros. Let's just hear the picks first. Okay. Right. Well, I gotta say, Kart. It, Mario Kart is superior. It is the best Mario game. That's, he's just also in that game. But I, I gotta say, Super Mario Galaxy 2 was pretty epic. Um, Sean? Okay. I'm gonna have... It's gonna have to be a tie, okay? It's gonna be controversial opinions, okay? We got a tie between... Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. <laughs> okay, up. that one's pretty good. I forgot about uh, that. And also, um, Super Smash Bros. Ba- Brawl, widely regarded as the worst of all the Smash Bros. games. But that is, those are my best games, Mario games. Yeah, there you go. So let me let me set the stage for you guys. So it's 2019. We're in cross country, right? We're driving. We're, we're going to meets, right? And what do we have in the back of the bus? We got Mario Kart on the little screen. Everyone's got the little rinky-dink Joy-Con controllers that make your hands so sweaty that you can't, like, control it. And like Provided the screen is by so yours small. truly. 
and the screen's so small you can't see anything so like you're basically just guessing and those were the best times okay you don't get that with smash it's too like you spend too much time like trying to figure out fighting styles and sean's like actually trying and like going really hard on you and trying to ledge guard you but ethan and i Whatever. both figured out how we to ledge, ledge guard, guard him hey, if, if you play if you play with items you're not playing the right way man that's not yeah, how you exactly. get better well sean does this the same not... thing with mario kart you gotta remember that no you don't play oh, mario don't. kart without items though that's what makes mario kart so great is that there is really only one game mode and everyone agrees that's how it should False. be played what? To two, Sean. What's the other thing that you always make us turn off? Oh, steering right. assist. Steering assist. Steering assist. That's just because that's for babies. <laughs> Come on, guys. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> this is this is a debate that we've had earlier that maybe we should like talk about in later the episode. But there is there is a large debate between steering assist and not using steering assist in Mario Kart. And Sean's a non-steering assist purist for some reason. He thinks it ruins the integrity of the game or something. Okay, okay. In the Wii version, like the Mario Kart I started with, I mean, you have automatic drifting, but you're still like completely in control of what you do. In the Mario Kart 8 version on the Switch, the drifting is manual, but... Then they, like, replace that kind of, like, with the automatic drifting with the steer assist, which is literally it won't let you go off of the course at certain... That's, like... It still lets you. It just, like, pushes you back. If I am, like, hardlining off the course, like, just zooming out of there, it will nudge me back on, like... That makes Rainbow Road, like, not difficult at all, okay? Like, it's just... It's not, like, a measure of skill. That's like the pros bowling with guardrails on. That just doesn't you make sense. You still lose all your speed. I'm trying yeah, to make you guys be better, okay? It. You thought I was holding You're you back. I was pushing you forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny too, but you got to learn these things, okay? Sink or swim, man. Sink or There's no swim. steer assist in life, We both you know? know how that ended, Sean. Sink or swim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, Super Mario Galaxy, you know, it's a Mario game. You got your stars, you got your collections, you got the toads that you're saving, um, and then you got space monsters and different planets, and it just makes it so much better. The boss battles are great, the collectibles are good, the open world-ish like planets are fun to explore. You know, you got Luna, you can play in two-player, where the other person is just a star that doesn't do very much, but it's super fun. Therefore... Super you type this Mario up real Galaxy. Quick? Oh yeah, Super Mario Galaxy, oh, best Mario game. What an emphatic conclusion there. Somebody would have picked like the old Wii, just Super Mario Bros. That would have been a contender. That one's really good. Plus, you can okay. play up to four people on that. You can't play with very many people when you're playing your stupid Super Mario Galaxy. But with Kart, you can get four cross-country runners in the back of a bus. Okay, that is unmatched. Okay, your, all sorry. of your evidence is anecdotal. Like. It's all just. I'm sure other people relating. have had this experience. It's not, okay, it's I'm not sure there are the other game. people. <laughs> it is about the game. The game is I what brought it. us together. This is about how you come at the argument. Okay, you you could make the argument like Ethan just had like a straight up IGN review there of Super Mario Galaxy Two or whatever. But I can only speak my truth and what Mario means to me. Okay, what are my experiences? I've obviously had good experiences. With, with Mario Kart. It's a fun game, man. But, like, at the end of the day, you keep going and going and going. It's just, at some point, you run out of racetracks, you know? What is all this racing for? 
you know, just the prize at the end. I, I don't know. The trophy, that's kind of easy to end up lifting, okay? I would say as much as I love that game, it can get a little stale from time to time. Now, Ethan countering with Super Mario Galaxy 2, okay? You know, technically a great game. I would say speaking my truth growing up, you know, Dave mentioned it's not a multiplayer game. It's not fun for the whole two family. Two-player, it's two-player. Uh, no, yeah, okay, I'm getting to that. It's fun for my brother <laughs> who plays as Mario. Well, I come around as this little inky, rinky-dink star chasing around trying to, like, help. Realizing, like, halfway through the game, I'm not really even doing anything. I'm not, it's not an equal contribution to the team, okay? Not fun, well, okay? Not fun for the little brother of the same. Why did you play scenario. as Mario? <laughs> because there's, like, save files or whatnot, and only so much Wii time allowed for the Rogers boys, okay? <laughs> I wasn't about to fight him on that, you know? Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, I preface this. I'm speaking my truth, okay? Okay? <laughs> In comparison, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games, it's just it's oh, a different winter. look. Yeah, Winter Games. You thought I was talking summer? No, man. Summer is better than winter. What are you talking about? You... Ethan, that's not the correct opinion. I'm sorry. Wait, really? Why do you guys like yeah. winter better? The sports aren't as fun. What do you mean? What do you do? Like swim or run around the track or do ping pong? Ping that's pong lame. is like the superior ping there's pong. There's like all is the in... track events. There's trap shooting. There's like javelin, ping pong. That doesn't sound fun. Sprinting. I can't imagine like swimming. I can't imagine that does. Trampoline. Okay, I get it. It's a lot of sports. <laughs> I can't imagine it does that any better than any of the uh, the like Wii Sports or Wii Sports Resorts games do. Yeah, I'm it with does. Sean here. It does on I, some I, I would say like those Fencing. those that sword fighting in Wii Sports Resort. Okay, I imagine that's way more fun. Okay, you don't get to fence as Shadow. That's what makes it cool. Is that you're the characters. I would, uh, in my opinion, I never felt the need to go get that game because like. Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort filled that that role for me. Okay, but you didn't get any winter side of that. You didn't get like all of the Mario and Sonic characters like snowboarding up and down like a giant like bridge or whatnot, getting all these cool upgrades and stuff like that. That was very fun to me. You had these awesome snowball fights, which were a good time. That is yeah. not an Olympic sport. Snowball I know, yeah, but it, it wasn't the game. Okay? <laughs> it should be. It was in there. And you know. That's just infinite replayability. I would say you can like compete against yourself and others. You get these rings to collect. It's just combining everything you want. It had the secret sauce. And you know what? You know what game event I freaking slapped at? Ice skating. Okay. <laughs> Figure skating. I Wait, who is playing... your main? Who is your main? Okay. <laughs> I rotated it between Waluigi and uh, Dr. Eggman from <laughs> the Dr. Eggman scheme. You is would all be Waluigi, Sean. You would do that. Skating with their long, lanky bodies, unbeatable, okay? I was so good at that game, okay? And it's just, it's fun, okay? It's fun. Everything you can ask for. It's like Wii Sports in winter with more fun activities, plus these whole cast of characters. It's a good time. I wish I. I had my Wii on me right now to play it. I'm getting so much good nostalgia just talking about it. And I think we've talked about kind of the same Mario end of it. Smash Bros. 
is just so fun that you can like beat up on all these characters that like blew my mind when I was younger. It has like the more violent edge to it than Mario Kart, which I think is fun with the same like competitive but, uh, and social atmosphere. Hello. Come on, there's just nothing like, worse than getting blue shelled when you're in first. That is violence. That is chaos <laughs> incarnate. You don't get like special customized like final smashes or anything like that to discover and to like. You're knock making your foes Smash Bros. out to be Mortal Kombat. It, there's no fatalities. Like they I just know, but they just disappear. No, like I'm saying when you get the smash ball and use it, you could like turn into a giant tank or like a giant fire breathing Bowser or like oh like get Sean, on board a spaceship Sean. and like shoot them or something that's fun i thought we weren't supposed to play with items that's not the You're correct to use items to Sean. <laughs> what, you know what also, about a smash ball if you're gonna make uh, the uh, argument that the replayability of mario kart isn't very good then the same argument applies to smash bros it's rinse and okay, repeat I, fighting each other no 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 okay with the the volume of characters each character has a different fighting style and everything like that compared to just Rainbow racetrack it's totally different and okay you have that and you didn't let me get to this you didn't let me finish you have the subspace emissary story mode okay you know, you had a story mode as well with all these characters coming together in like a story to fight this weird plague thing of alien stuff and hands. It didn't make sense, but it didn't need to. All I knew was my favorite characters were being turned into these trophies and like dying. And then at the end, like they all got turned into trophies and like I cried for some reason. But then like they somehow came back like Mario or Kirby or Sonic did. And we saved the day at the end. Wasn't that so fun, guys? That's just, it doesn't get any better than that. And when you talk about competitiveness, everybody agrees that Super Smash Bros. Brawl wasn't a good competitive game like Melee or Ultimate now, but it was just, it was my wholesome childhood game. And that's, I've probably been talking too long, you don't care at all, but I don't care. You know, that's what this, that's <laughs> what Mario means to me. Well, you know, I think the advantage of my game compared to your guys' is, is mine is story-driven. <laughs> and story-based. And Sean, you touched a little bit on the Super Smash Bros. story, but like you said, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. And it, it was kind of rinse and repeat battling with, you know, a little bit more incentive than normal. But the thing about Super Mario Galaxy is it's story-based. The story is good. Ah, the There's intense story stuff. of Peach being kidnapped or whatever? That's everyone, no, right? No, there's like Shadow Mario in Super Mario Galaxy. Peach getting kidnapped is, is Super Mario Bros. Uh, I will Stars. say there, there are shadow things in like Super Smash Bros. too. So. Oh my goodness! But it's not as story driven <laughs> and story based. It's not as good. Any any honorable mentions of Mario games? I mean, Super I, Mario Galaxy. I won, think Ultimate I is good. Say. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is fun. Having all the characters at your disposable—that's pretty cool. Plus, um, the Wii version of Super Mario Bros. That game is yeah, like yeah. That game is so fun. And Jed really beat fun. the entire thing with all of the star coins, I think. You should yeah, have him on the pod that, to talk about that. He did all that. the extra levels that you like unlock when you get the coins. He's a yeah, beast. We should talk to him about that. We should we should bring that to him. Mario Party? That like that's like a Oh, shut up about Mario yeah, Party. That don't is even the talk worst about game Mario ever. Party. I hate that oh game. Oh my god. Whenever somebody brings out Mario Party, you know the next hour of your life is gonna be wasted. 
because the game mode is so stupid. It'll be like, it's oh, so dumb. Everyone who's in last after 45 minutes, go to first. Just be in first place. <laughs> like that's so it wastes everything you've been working towards. Yeah. I hate that game. It's all based on dice well, so there can be like zero strategy involved. Sounds like two guys who are just really bad at Mario Party. I don't know. And the mini games. The (laughs) mini games. Those are the worst things ever. They're so stressful for no good reason. Yeah, it just takes so long. It like there's no emotional reward throughout because it's just like such randomness. Like David said, you're in last and then all of a sudden you win. But like it doesn't feel like you deserve the win. I God. guess I'm I'm never gonna buy Mario Party to play with my what? friends on yeah, Switch now. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> buy literally any other game. For for real. <laughs> it's so bad. We are thorough like I'm sorry, I would never endorse Super Mario Party on the pod. Never. Like I don't care how much money they'd have to give us, I wouldn't do it. If this episode gets a hundred listens, we will live stream mario party <laughs> the next time we were all in one location and safely we vaccinated we will um sean have you did you ever play the the new mario one where he has the hat that's uh, Odyssey, Odyssey, right? you know yeah. i got like five minutes into it and i was like not for me i don't like those man those does peach get stolen that one too what's the plot no idea <laughs> <laughs> something happens with the hat and you get to like turn into other stuff that just seemed like so outside the realm of Mario. And, you know, I have a hard time with video games, like long stories and stuff like that. I just, you know, I can't always get into them. I kind of end up stopping. That's why I have trouble with like Zelda games and stuff like that. It's just such a commitment you're making and I get caught. I like like 2K and stuff because I can just like pick it up <laughs> and play whenever I want, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you're willing to subject all of your friends to Super Mario Party? Your argument holds no water here, Sean. I just say, no... I want to see like all these complaints that you guys are talking about that I can't think of. In like, in does it have fact. different game modes where you can like make the thing go on for like two hours? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that's just a mode you can be. People like, just that's what always gets picked. I swear, like. Even if you pick the half-hour mode, it feels like two hours. <laughs> like, it's yeah. such a long game. If you're, uh, if you're ever like, oh my god, like my life is passing by me, like I need to slow down, play Mario Party. It'll, yeah. it'll make you wish time could It'll make out. your life stand like, still. <laughs> it's so bad. And the different characters have like slight ability differences too in like their dice or something. Oh, that's uh, right. It's such a pointless game. I like Shall how we, we just spent this entire time making fun of Sean's. Sean met, like brought something up like halfway, and then we just drove it into the ground. I've like played it like five times, and it wasn't this terrible. I don't know really? what you're talking about. I've yeah. never had a positive experience with that game ever. I remember yeah. being at the upstairs of the public library, playing it with Zach and some other folks, and it. I enjoyed it then. Yeah, it was a good time. Clearly, your standards for fun are too low. Then, Sean, you can and do this better. Is, like, you're so stressful about the competitiveness of this. This is like me with the items in Smash, okay? Just just go along for a ride, you know? It's two hours, it's two hours. Could be positive experience, could be negative. Just have an experience, man. It's a party. No, because... Except when it's always when negative. We usually, <laughs> when we usually play games, like, usually it gets competitive. Like, when we play Monopoly, like, there's a lot of stealing and cheating that goes on. Very like, competitive. Monopoly is terrible with this Monopoly group of people. Monopoly is so fun. No. I can't, play, I can't play Monopoly without cheating anymore. Yeah. 
Like we're all, <laughs> it's not we're fun all for the person like, who's losing the money. Not if they don't know they lost it. We're all geared up to like be prepared for that. Like we we know you have to be like Sean when he eats food and just like hunch over it and make sure no one can get at it. <laughs> like, protect it with his body. <laughs> this is uncalled for. This is not need to be brought up. It's just gonna dox me like this on the pod. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I never get the chance to see Sean eat lunch. <laughs> Don't elaborate, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> it's just oh, a natural position, okay? <laughs> it's the way the seat works my back. <laughs> <laughs> it's where my arms lay on the table okay i don't know he's, just, he's minimizing he's minimizing distance between the food in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh man <Shut> up. <laughs> sean okay sean has every right to do that though because like Eating lunch with us, like there was a lot of stolen food. Like, remember when we used to hollow out Hans's bread when he'd leave to go to the bathroom? Like, he'd put his tray down and we'd take his dinner roll and hollow it out. So Dude, it yeah. Like Middle school lunch at our table was really traumatizing. I feel I like that just... wasn't just middle school, that was high school, too. That was high yeah, school. That's true. I always used to have cold lunch, and these guys were always hot lunch. So I would have food before them because you had to be dismissed. So, like, I would just, like, have to protect my lunchbox with my life when I sat down until they had gotten their food and were occupied. I had a lot of stuff stolen from me. And a lot of things done in spite, too. They'd just get jealous that I had chips, and they would just smash them in the bag <laughs> without, like, taking any of them. I don't remember them. doing that at all. Maybe, I don't so Yeah, it was done. It was done several times. <laughs> uh, it's like Hans with my nutty buddies. Like, I used to pack a lunch. And Hans would just steal steal the best part. He'd just take my dessert and eat it in front of me. Oh, be yeah. Like, this is That happened, like, several treason. days. Well, our lunches used to be so fun. Like, no, that didn't you time... and Jack like, have a fight over a cutie once yes. at, like, yes. middle school? Because in middle school, this is a good story. In middle school lunch, Jed stole my cutie. And, like, I am a big food guy. I like my food. And he took it from me. And he wasn't eating it. And he wouldn't give it back. So after middle school lunch, we got to go out to like outside and play a little bit, you know, like mini recess before we went back to class. So he goes outside with my cutie and I follow him. And I'm like, Jed, give me my cutie. And he's like, oh, this, this, you want this? <laughs> he threw it like <laughs> just like sky high. And it came down. Anarchy. Like, yeah, it like splatted on the concrete. And I was like, dude, I was going to eat that. Now I can't eat it. You didn't even eat it, so you just wasted it. So I just saw Red, and I, I just grabbed his shoulders, and I, like, hunched him over. And then I threw, like, the most killer knee of all time straight into his sternum. And he, he deserved it, and he admitted that he deserved it afterwards, but his sternum was sore for, like, a week. It was really funny. Oh, man. I don't know where... I even learned that. It was like innate karate I just pulled out in my rage. <laughs> was it you who had like sternum troubles or was that after you you punched Hans in the sternum? 
that after you punched Hans? I don't think anybody had sternum problems. I think it was Hans. He like had continual damage from like. I did not damage Hans' sternum. If anybody, one... I damaged Jed's. <laughs> oh, one time we were like walking in the hallway. This is with our friend Hans, who will be on the pod wait, wait, one wait. day. Yeah, let's just preface this by, you know how people have flight or fight reactions. I have consistent fight reactions. If you scare me, it's like, that's what happens. So, okay, go ahead, Sean. I don't exactly remember what prompted it. Like, did I come up and, like, punch you or, like, scare you or something? So, basically, Hans... Okay, yeah, Hans is walking on Ethan's left. I come in on Ethan's right. I punch Ethan, expecting some kind of retaliation. Like, I kind of try to get out of there quick. But, like, instead, uh, I'm on Ethan's right. His innate reaction is to just throw, like, a haymaker <laughs> right into Hans's chest on his left with his right arm. He just whips around, and it was such, like, a boom-boom thing. Like, I punch Ethan, expecting harm. Ethan punches Hans just so hard with no prompting at all. It was insane. And Hans, like, I feel like had chest problems for, like, a week at least. It's not like I, like, stopped his heart. I couldn't punch that hard. This is, like, a a chain reaction thing. It was so great because I just, I got all the comedy, you know. I hurt Ethan, didn't get any punishment. I saw Hans get hurt. Didn't have to feel bad about that. It was just really funny. Yeah, you know, and we we all you're... felt so bad for Hans that we forgot. Me and Sean forgot that he had ever hit me. So <laughs> I never got Here's back. Here's the at thing, him. though. Like Hans got away with so much stuff in high school that it's good he has a few moments like this. Like I remember plenty of times where like I we would both be talking and then a teacher would just yell at me instead. Like you guys weren't there for this. But like Hans would be talking to me, and then the teacher would yell at me for speaking. Like that was that was a common occurrence. Oh, what was the other deal with Hans getting off scot free? Oh, I had it in. We're all we're leaving oh. all of this in. <laughs> I was I was walking back from gym class, and there had been a guy in my class who's just being like a jerk to this other guy, like all unit like, unit of gym or whatever, so we were walking back up from our football field. So Hans, like, comes up and walks by and just, like, kind of trips this dude who is being a jerk, like, as he's hitting, like, the sidewalk or something. And, like, he kind of trips but doesn't, like, completely fall. It was a pretty cool move by Hans, and he just kept walking cool. And the dude, like, immediately turns around and just, like, grabs me by the shoulders and, like, shakes me. This is how much rage was in this, like, adolescent. He's like, why'd you do that, man? Why'd you do that? I was like, what the? That's it. Hans, Hans walking away right now. It's like, what? I don't know how funny this is, but, like, Hans has gotten, like, the karma balanced out. Yeah, probably. Okay, but when, like, I can't remember a whole lot. Didn't the food, like, stealing and stuff like that get, like, really out of out of hand at one point? I remember, like... My cutie was out of hand. Shut up, Ethan. No, it wasn't. That was an over. That was a clear overreaction. It was, it was not. You tried to break his sternum. Yes, it was. <laughs> he was fine. This, I don't the remember. The like, did get out of control. I have this image of like someone trying to eat something and like people coming at them from all sides and like 
Han's like biting their arm or something, or Jed just like, <laughs> like Jed I don't know why or what lunch. could have been so important. It's because it was, was probably starved. mini corn dogs. Mini yeah. corn dogs were always in demand. Okay, they used that's, to give us like, like two. Currency. Oh, you remember? Okay, there's this girl in middle school who like was in the like, um, like kind of friend group of girls that was like adjacent to our friend group of like guys would like got into baking all of a sudden and then would just like make all these amazing baked goods and just like kind of drop them on our table <laughs> and like have us fight over them yeah yeah I, and they'd watch us too Hungo they would Games. be like Ooh, like with freaking <laughs> yeah. binoculars or whatever just like watch them like, yeah. they're gonna kill each other yeah. <laughs> animals like, all a little rabbit, yeah, it's yeah. Like an animal planet documentary for them or something they're just and watch as the adolescent boys fight over baked goods. And then it's just like, it cuts to us like punching each other over a brownie. I don't, it's not like we weren't fed enough. Like we could get seconds and stuff like that. But like food was such like a high value at that time. And gum. Oh, gum, yeah. You could get, a, yeah, you could buy a lot with gum. Well, student council, we worked student council in like the gum market. Like we made bank just off of people buying gum for whatever reason. Really? This is an interesting. This isn't interesting to any listener, but it did happen. True story. This is like, Sean, this is like your, um, I had rice for dinner no, story. We should do a... We're not we coming should... at this to attack Sean for no reason, for just trying. We should... trying to live his life. Let me tell the story. This isn't funny. This isn't funny. Nobody's going to get it. It's not worth yes, it. Yes, it, it is funny. Yeah. So we're just sitting around. <laughs> Ethan, do you think this is funny? I remember it being pretty funny. <laughs> okay. So we're just sitting around, like having a normal com having a normal conversation. And like there's a little lull and John goes, I no. had rice for dinner. It was and that said can't say out. that. You were talking about like white rice, brown rice. You were talking about that in like certain. I do cuisine. not remember the conversation. I don't think we were. Rice. No, there was. It was like a there campfire was. conversation. No, no, no. We were outside of Blake's house at his pool, and you were talking about food. Okay, <laughs> you were specifically talking about rice. Okay, and I was like, okay, there's a lull here. This is something I will just say <laughs> and. Like, they'll be like, oh, wow, okay. And then we'll just keep going. It's like, you're driving a car, you're like, oh, there's some cows in that field. You look at the cow, and then you just keep driving, you know? Nobody makes a real mess of it. The person who, like, mentions the cows didn't expect everybody to be like, oh, my gosh, cows? Cows? How many of them are there? Oh, those are some cool cows. What breed? What breed? You think those are, are beef or dairy? Like, no. You just say, oh, there's are cows. Instead, I just get lambasted for trying to... <laughs> Add a little something to the conversation. That totally related. No, you just said I had right rice for dinner. Like there's, there's nothing there. There's nothing to build. And he just kind of looked at us How and nodded. Say- kind of like nodded like- each of us, and I was like, "Dude." <laughs> um, I don't see any problem with saying ever. what I had had in my dinner. So. Oh man, this is the attack Sean episode. I'm sorry. I don't. I feel bad now. We should do a middle school episode because we we got some stuff we can talk about in middle school, like um, gang beats and tackle soccer. Oh, yeah, we should.
there, we, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot there for sure. Remember when that like one guy kept on getting like hit in the head with the soccer ball? I'm not gonna say his name, but you remember that memory? Like, yes, that one guy I, punted I the soccer that. ball really high and then hit him on the head. The one oh guy, yeah, yes. purposefully. Like, yeah, and he'd like <laughs> let it hit him in like, and it would it would go really high. Like the kid who was kicking them was very strong, and like yeah. he like leaned. You know the video, you know the vine of like the kid who like gets a basketball thrown at his head and he goes like, yeah, like that. <laughs> it was like, like that. The like crackhead kid or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. These kids a lot gotta like be that. on crack. Like, <laughs> That's such yeah. a good video. Oh, this other guy. I remember I was playing soccer with him. We just like went outside when we had nothing to do in class it was a simpler time no like real work to be done in math class and, like i was playing soccer with him and then like he tripped at one point or like kicked the ball wrong and i think he like either broke his toe or his ankle and then he like later in the same like game because he didn't realize he broke it like i kicked it from like like a ways out and i hit the goal post like the crossbar and then it bounced back and hit him in the head so he got like basically concussed and a broken ankle on the same day and those yeah. were just that was just part of daily life in middle school that's what you did yeah. back then was it was it in high school when that kid tried to jump three hurdles and then broke like all of them? i think that was middle school too wasn't it or i it can't was i can't year, remember maybe. i think that oh, was that middle was so school. i wasn't there but it was legendary it was legendary we got kicked off the field for several days <laughs> yeah we have to uh, explain. Yeah, we'll explain the gang beats on an less different we episode. To them as that anymore? I don't know. We were I middle schoolers when we called them that. It went along uh, with tackle soccer. Yeah, yeah. fun times. Okay, so back to the, the question. second listener question. Yeah, second listener question. Uh, what is your guys's favorite Star Wars character, and why? Well, who? Who I should say? Who are your guys's favorite Star Wars characters? And why? From Elvis, a good friend of the show. Who wants to go first here? Ooh. I don't know. There's so many good options to be picked. There's a lot. There's a lot here. I'm going to... I'll do some honorable mentions after I say mine. Dave, I know you already decided, so you can go first. It's Quinlan Voss, and that's easy. I'm cognizant of the fact that he only showed up in, like, two or three episodes... But his whole character thing is so cool. Like, his force power of, like, touching an object and, like, getting to see, like, where that person was at the time that they were holding it is awesome. His whole, like, he's not really... What's great about him is that he's not really, like, a part of the Jedi Order. Like, he just kind of goes off and does his own thing. So he's not really complicit in Anakin being turned to the dark side, which I think is a bonus. And there was supposed to be a bunch of stuff about him and, like, Asajj Ventress later on. So his character was supposed to get fleshed out. And plus, he's like the coolest Jedi. Like he, he is so cool, and his lightsaber is dope. So those, those are my reasons. Cool. And he is still alive in canon, so that's yep. another reason. He didn't die from Order sixty six because he didn't have a clone. Like he doesn't, he didn't have a clone army with him because he was that awesome. Again, not complicit in the fall of the Republic. Quinlan Vos is what the Jedi were supposed to be. That's what makes him so great. He is like the ideal Jedi. Well, he did fall yes. to the dark side like three times, but he's like a rogue Jedi, which is kind of cool. No, he didn't fall. Yeah, because, okay, well, even if he did fall to the dark side, which was kind of like, uh, um, <laughs> it was only so, to illustrate how flawed the Jedi Order was. So checkmate. Uh, yeah. yeah, they did okay. send him on the mission. So that is a checkmate. So, 
So uh, to our listeners who have not watched like the Clone Wars or extensively read Quinlan Voss's Wikipedia uh, page, uh, he's just a Jedi in the TV show that doesn't show up anywhere else. Probably, if you no, want. he's in the first movie. He's in the first. He's in the Phantom Menace. He's a background Supposed- character. Okay, if you want to watch the Star Wars movies or watch the Mandalorian. This is not something that comes into play. Don't let this shy shy you away from it. <laughs> Mandalorian is a good show for all viewers, even if you don't know the lore. So, it's better with the lore, though. <laughs> they don't reference it as much in Mandalorian. It's more for people that are like just starting. I think you're right. Star but, Wars journey, but like Bo-Katan and stuff too. Like, yeah, that's there's important. definitely there's definitely lore elements. Sean, what about you? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, I've been a, a day one uh, Coleman Trevor guy myself. It's not what I was expecting. Okay. <laughs> Elaborate. Coleman, Coleman Trevor, the only man with the guts to do like jump all the way up to like the <laughs> the like balcony where Count Dooku and uh, Django Fett were standing <laughs> to go try to take a swipe at Count Dooku and end the Clone Wars before they even started happens to also look like a dinosaur which is pretty dang cool if you <laughs> ask me and you know did he get killed by Django Fett who simply stood still and shot him <laughs> with like a single pistol blast maybe our blaster is blaster fire something Jedi are usually supposed to be able to handle yes does that change my opinion about him no Coleman Trevor all the way so but in order to understand this scene Sean is referencing, it's a very specific scene from Attack of the Clones. Um, just look up Coleman Trevor's scene and and you'll you'll get it. But he bit yeah, as Sean says, he basically jumps up, ignites his lightsaber, looks cool, and then gets immediately shot and falls all the way down <laughs> off of the ledge. <laughs> and we shouldn't lose here that he is literally just a man with a dinosaur head. Like there is there's no there's nothing else. Like that is that is actually Not- all that he is. Not just any dinosaur, a Sorolophus head. You know, look that up. That's exactly what he looks like. Huh. You know what? That's we we love fact. him for it. Well, <laughs> we, we're all kind of on the Jedi train here, but mine is also a Jedi. I'm not going to break it, sadly. Um, I really like Plo Koon. Plo Koon is a mentor to both Anakin and Ahsoka, but mostly Ahsoka in the Clone Wars TV show. He's a, a very old, wise Jedi that sits on the council. He's widely regarded as one of the best fighter pilots in the Jedi Order, probably better than Anakin. But, you know, he doesn't survive Order 66, so in the end, Anakin still wins. <laughs> um, yeah. He also, he also is a very interesting alien species. Um, he can survive in space for a short, limited time uh, without like extra breathing stuff. Uh, which is pretty cool, uh, a trait of his species. He is very skilled with a lightsaber. He actually beat Yoda in a duel once. He's very skilled. I think it's type 2 lightsaber combat, which is mostly defensive and like not super flourishy like Yoda's and um, Dooku's. But uh, he's, he's just overall like a really cool, strong character. He treats his clones really nicely. Um, his clone commander, Commander Wolf, has some pretty epic armor 
Like his ship just looks cool. Everything about the guy is just cool. Plus, he's a great mentor to Ahsoka. Blow Clune's a good choice. Plus, the wolf pack is freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, that's what clone, you get with that. Yeah. His clone, like, regiment is called the wolf pack, and they're just epic. His death was kind of underwhelming, though. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of them were. Same with that guy that gets gunned down on the bridge. Kaidi Mundi? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that he gets an honorable mention because. You know, Jedi aren't supposed to, like, have attachments, but his his species with, like, the really tall heads have, like, two brains or whatever. I don't know. Two hearts? Two brains, yeah. Two brains. brains. (laughs) They're, like, an endangered species, technically, so he's allowed to, like, have kids and stuff to save his species. So Fun fact. Pretty pretty cool. Some honorable mentions for me. First off, Anakin is an honorable mention, just because his character arc overall is good uh that's all i'm gonna say because that's all i need to darth maul anakin and clone wars anakin and clone wars is great no you gotta look that at, is at fun. the whole the whole arc from from little kid to to chosen one at the end you know an attack of the clones really really he's got some funny lines in there not intentionally you're not supposed to be funny <laughs> he was a slave anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway other honorable mentions include Darth Maul, General Grievous for sure. Love that guy. I'm sorry, Darth Maul. Say that name again. Good. Say that name no, again. No, I, I will not. I will not. And I, then I think you mean General sure. Grievous. Grievous, Grievous. I said Grievous. Didn't Grievous. I, I no, will Grievous. say. I said Grievous for the long, longest time as well, but it is Grievous. So I was right. Okay, and no. then also what? <laughs> Moving droids. on. Some droids I really like. C-3PO, hate his guts. K-2SO from Rogue One, Chef's Kiss. Great, great droid. Also, IG-11 from Mandalorian, voiced by Taika Waititi, is a very good character. I love his character. Can I submit an honorable mention here? Yes. Um, both Cad Bane and Hondo Onaka. I think they both deserve really? mentioning here in the same breath. You're Absolutely. Hondo Hondo's pretty great. <laughs> Hondo's awesome. He's like one of the best parts of the Clone Wars. He's one he of was... the best parts of Rebels, not Clone Wars. I'm he sorry, his relationship with Rebels. Kenobi is unmatched. <laughs> Plus he like almost quotes Theodore Roosevelt in one episode, which I think is really cool. And then Cad Bane was great. He was like my favorite bounty hunter. I think his hat was dope. And his like little breathing apparatus. Yeah, uh, a lot of people die. are big fans he... of Cad Bane. I'm pretty sure he did. Django or Boba Fett kills him. Really? Yeah, that that blaster mark on Boba Fett's helmet is from Cad Bane, apparently. They had like a standoff, and he basically got shot in the head but lived because he had the helmet. Again, this is all this is all TV show stuff. You don't need to worry about it if you're. Yeah, they cut that from Clone Wars. That was going to be a Clone Wars arc. Cad, so the oh. Okay, that was going to be an arc, but it wasn't. So is Cad Bane still alive? That like they might have had it planned, but it didn't happen. Pretty sure he's dead. Pretty sure. Hold up, him. Sean. You have any honorable mentions? Well, Dave, researches a very a very close second to my guy Coleman Trevor. Sometimes even above Coleman Trevor uh, is Mace Windu. Like upon review of the movies, he is kind of just a jerk in like the third one and and second one and the first one uh but <laughs> to my younger self it was just like holy cow he's got a purple lightsaber isn't that cool 
And he's played by it Samuel cool. L. Jackson, who like basically asked for a purple lightsaber and was so cool. George Lucas gave it to him. And like as a character, he's got some cool abilities. Like he invented his own form of like lightsaber fighting called Form Seven. That vapid. I say vapid, but yeah. Okay. And we got an expert in the pod, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which like was like mixes the light side and the dark side um like so closely he kind of just dances on the edge but he has so much power and like control over himself he's able to do it so that you can think about it that's why his lightsaber is kind of purple because he's got like the red and the blue together you know kind of yeah for sure cool how so, that worked out and he's like one of i think he's the only jedi that ever used that because you can be tempted to the dark side by like giving into that yeah, so form seven is like the Sith form usually, where like you use your rage to like fuel your acrobatic attacks. But his Vapad form, like six and a half, is like you use your opponent's rage to fuel your attacks. So he's basically like tapping into Sith energy still, but just using the other persons. So he's still calm and collected. Very cool. So, yeah, okay. Other than that, you've got his shatter point ability, which was in like a novel I read about about him we only read the first half though it was kind of hard to follow uh, but like he can see like a shatter point in like a rock or an object is like a point where it's weak if you hit it there like the whole thing will like break so he can like see like shatter points in the force or like a bunch of different stuff so that's why he like tried to kill um uh count dooku <laughs> like met him in the tunnel or whatever at the start of the like arena battle in the clone wars um like was stopped and he was like oh if i kill dooku right there that was the shatter point and that would end like the whole clone wars before it began which also coleman trevor tried to do so they were they were on the same page with that stuff Um, for sure (laughs) and then he like i think he's the only person to beat darth sidious in uh, a duel that's interesting i that's true i think yeah and that's kind of like goes into his style of fighting like ethan said he like takes like hatred from the opponent like puts it back into him because that was like kind of what ends up happening in that fight why i watched a whole analysis video why he was able to match um darth sidious and like eventually beat him but it is questionable whether he defeated him because uh, like you know he kind of got electrocuted at the end and some would say like palpatine just lost on purpose to get anakin on his side i like I like Anakin, but it was hard to like like him after he killed Mace Windu for like no reason when he was my favorite Jedi. So that was pretty that was pretty frustrating. But there you go. Sean was a big Kit Fisto guy for a while. But Kit oh, Fisto Kit has the cool worst too. death of all. Like most <laughs> underwhelming <laughs> of all time. Uh, like in the TV shows, the cartoons, Kit Fisto is like so much cooler. He's like a beast. Yeah, and he's not just in, like, a giant rubber costume, you know? He's, like, swimming around, and his lightsaber can, like, ignite underwater and stuff like that. Pretty awesome. Then he just dies in, like, 0.5 seconds after, like, (laughs) Palpatine does his, like, standing 920 (laughs) corkscrew in the air. Most epic move of all time. But that just makes Mace Windu's, like, victory that more much more impressive, you know? I guess, yeah. I feel like I had other oh you know if you want to go like really you go Knights of the Old Republic stuff this will go everybody's head but like Darth Bane and Darth Revan or just Revan because he's kind of Jedi and a Sith you know those two pretty cool 
maybe another episode. I feel like we've gone too long on this anyways, but yeah, it's possible. I like, I like we've gotten too deep into Star Wars sure. lore. If you want to do some outside of <laughs> the movies, like reading, I would recommend the Darth Bane trilogy, starting with Darth Bane path of destruction. That's a really good way into the larger Star Wars universe. He's a canon character and I they haven't said it doesn't happen really in the cinematic universe. All right. Um, also, Cad, Cad Bane is alive. Can in canon he never dies. So, well, shut up, Ethan. There's no well. I googled it. Okay, we've been we've been going for a while here, but we have to touch on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We we missed two episodes now. So, what do we think of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Honestly. I thought it was cool how they ended it. I really liked it, but like, it's hard to like John Walker after this. The symbolism like, was really good with the shield. Yeah, and oh, do you know what I really hated though? I this makes me so upset. I hate that the Dora Milaje took Bucky's arm off. That scene made me so upset. I didn't like that at all. It just seemed like kind of low and a dirty move almost. I mean, they gave it to him, though. Yeah. Yeah, but come on. Like, the guy's been through so much. Can't you just give him an arm that doesn't reattach? <laughs> Please. Well, he got to keep it still. I I thought that was fine. What I didn't like is that they were so confrontational that, like, they were almost fighting before they needed to, you know? Yeah, like, I, I don't... But can you blame him? Because John Walker was just being... Being you know, Dave Square of the pod, he was being an asshole. Like I don't, he really was. I don't, yeah, I don't blame the girl for like taking out John Walker. Like he put the hand on the shoulder, totally uncalled for, totally deserved to get like flipped on his face. But then like the rest of them just also attacked, which I thought was weird because you know like I feel like everybody else in the room probably acknowledged that like what John just did was really stupid. So like yeah. I doubt that they would have been like oh. You you attacked him. Now we're gonna fight. Like, but then they all just kind of attacked at once, and I feel like Bucky and like the rest of them were kind of like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> what did we do?" Well, yeah, you know, they did like you say they weren't confrontational, but they did like meet Bucky in a back alley and were like, "Hey, you don't turn him in. We're going to mess you up." So I don't That's know true. how like clear you could be. He did have a clear warning. Yeah, I just can't get over the arm thing. I just icky to me. It's his arm. Like, come on. You should have two of them. <laughs> you should have two of them. I like the one arm. I think it's an interesting dynamic that it creates. I just felt bad for, like, oh. Sam in that fight. Like, Sam was just standing there, you know? <laughs> he needs I a can't. super serum or whatever. Or does he? Or does he? He's going to get the shield at the end, right? Like, that's what... He's going to become the new Captain America, right? I'm pretty sure that's what they're trying to do. I don't know. Do do we need a Captain America? Yeah, do we? Pretty dangerous symbol. I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do with this new phase of the MCU. I have no idea where they're heading. I'm just excited for Loki. That's really... That's my only opinion on what's happening right now. They're they're trying to trying to make them thinkers, and I like that. It's not just, like, a normal normal fight or whatever. Okay, but can we talk about, like, uh, I mean, spoilers, obviously, but the death of Battlestar, like, is he the first, like, character confirmed to be, like, dead from blunt 
forced trauma, you know? Pretty sure, pretty sure. Just, just got, like, punched by someone with, like, super strength and just died. Like, has that happened before? I don't think so. A lot of people have been hit by super strength individuals and, like, probably died, but off camera. Like, if you watch Winter Soldier, the first, like, 10 minutes of Captain America, like, dropping onto that ship and fighting people, he hits, like, four to five people in the neck with his shield. No way that they survive. <laughs> like, we saw what happened to Battlestar. Imagine getting hit with a metal, like, sharpish object in the neck. Ugh. So, as long as you don't get blood on the shield, yeah. you can do all the killing you want. As long as you break the bones and don't break the skin, you're good. Um, okay, that was the thing, though. Like, I know, like, John Walker, like, carries a gun and Captain America only used a shield. But, like, what's worse? Like, getting hit by a metal disc and having both your lungs collapsing? Or just, like, a, just, like, just getting it over with real quick? Like, I don't... Personally, I'd rather be shot. Like, I, that's <laughs> not... The new Batman trailer or whatever, like, Batman's whole thing is he, like, doesn't kill people. But, like, in the trailer, he just... Like punches a dude in the head like seventeen times or whatever. <laughs> like, he doesn't kill you. He just gives you severe brain damage. Oh, it like I've never understood people who like make that distinction. I'm like he he kills people. Like you watch any of the Batman movies, he has murdered plenty of into, of the bat. And like remember Batman versus Superman, like one of the yeah. opening scenes where he's just he's literally just pushing him up against the wall and you can see like the blood splattering he'll, he's gone. Like he's not alive anymore. So I don't know. I don't believe yeah. that he doesn't kill people. Batman started out as a very like detective-based character and then over time he's really just become like a vengeful you know, violent character. Like if you read today's batman comics he's very violent (laughs) yeah i don't i don't i don't know if i like that for the i hope the new movie that's coming out with robert pattinson is like tones down that just a little bit like it would be fun if it was was even darker (laughs) i feel like that's what they want yeah i don't uh it's like i feel like it would be fun they're incorporating like the riddler and stuff so that would make sense if they would get like a little more like detective-based clue-based stuff but no is he just gonna punch his way through i don't know see they'll strike a healthy balance because like hopefully punching can be cool from time to time i guess no as ethan has shown at lunches (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think of this this girl what's her name flag smasher yeah the uh, flag smasher leader oh Carly, Carly Morgenthau. Yep. Or in Thau. Yeah, I think... Yeah. That's her name. I don't know. She. She's a good character, and I understand where she's coming from, but the whole, like, let's kill Captain America thing, that was a bit much for me. That was a bit over the line, I think. She also and, was, and like... And the exploding building that she, like, set yeah. on fire. She was like, uh, this is the only language these people like speak or something like that. But like, yeah, yeah you could destroy the right there. This is, this is just straight up murder. It's like, yeah, they yeah. speak the language and you're telling them like, I hate you and you shouldn't help me because I'm going to kill all of you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. When you like, just look at her dialogue. She's really like an empathetic character. But then when you look at her actions, you're kind of like, whoa. 
which I think is that's where um, Falcon is coming from when he tries to like talk her out of it. Falcon's a really good character. I really like him. Zemo is the best part of the show, though, by far. You think so? Absolutely. I don't think he's that cool. I don't know what the obsession with him is. I I think his costume is bad. I don't like his like trench faux trench coat. No, I love it. I love the fur trench coat and his monologues are so great. Like when he talked about like supremacy and super soldiers, I'm like, wow, like Zemo's really getting into it. Like he gets it. Like it's so fun to watch him do that and like be all intellectual with like his Turkish delights or whatever. His as other Turkish people are just delights. using the super. Yeah. That was weird. That was really weird. I thought was that, cool. was, that was like some like white witch in like Narnia stuff. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Kids love the candy like I gave them to my... That was like... He's like sounded like the It clown or whatever. (laughs) I love Zemo. I think his jacket's great. I think his mask was so cool. And I really hope he doesn't end up dying. I want want more. I respect him for like... I really thought he was going to like put on his purple mask and like chug that super serum or whatever. But no, he like stopped all of it. So good for you, Zemo. Yeah. He sticks to his ideals. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I'm not going to claim this one or say it's a Hail Mary theory because I'm not sure I buy into it. But there's an idea that I think Shannon? Sharon? Sharon. Uh, yes, uh, that she could potentially be the power broker. I heard that those timelines didn't match up quite right. I was, but it would I be was cool. getting some evil vibes from her in the last episode. I thought it was kind of weird how she just like showed up and all spawns art and stuff like that. I don't know. You know? <laughs> that was the weirdest sounding yawn I've ever heard. <laughs> what like was that? Dinosaur. Just cut that out. This is a little All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Three Boys in a Pod. As always, if someone steals your cutie, just knee him right in the sternum. <laughs> That's justice, baby. That is justice, pod. baby. That's in the, in the books. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Woo. Thank you.